Today, a scientist of the strange vent venture into the odd reality of facts versus a mass hysteria of fiction. A new advancement, a discovery in nuclear fusion that may come to define the year of 2022 and has the potential to pave the road to free energy. Today, the Something Perplexing podcast looks at the nuclear fusion breakthrough of 2022 and its potential impact in the future of mankind. I'm Issa. I'm Patty. I'm Khaled. What's up, people? Mm. Well, I'm here. I yeah. showed up. Right? We, sh we showed up. <laughs> Anybody ready for this test? No. Dude, I just say <laughs> We studied. If we categorize like our podcast, right, and we have it in 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 sections in playlists, this gonna be in the section with um, what was the the one we do with the metaverse, uh, the metaverse, and the one with the uh... still don't get it. <laughs> still don't this is it. gonna be another Khalid explains that all production. <laughs> Khalid explains it all. Khalid didn't bring his cheat notes today. Is like, eh? oh no! Well, no, you just... said you had a sip of the tongue when you were doing the intro, and you said vent. So maybe this will just end up with us venting. <laughs> That's vent, no man. It's I'll really it. cool information. This is like a really good. <laughs> I, I like the, like the fact that we um we, we do perplexing topics. But this, this is the most perplexing, is perplexing one yet. <laughs> so we we have to dive in and this is the best way for us to kind of learn something about it because you know. Dude, I love it, what? right? So this is Khalid, baby. <laughs> and I'll tell you, buddy, no. I love this shit, man. No, like, I was it's, looking it's a group into it and like mm -hmm. at the end of this shit, I, I know more than I know less. <laughs> you know? Dude, so man. that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys, who wants to kick it off, man? Because this thing is, is, is it's interesting. I can give you a basic explanation, but go online and listen to the scientists talk about it. Like the Department of Energy, they gave a humongous speech. Some of those guys were boring as hell, but they were funny. So are you suggesting like, wow. our five listeners log off right no, now and just go listen to the scientists? We will give you yeah, some you basic understanding. Do not leave. Khalid, I think you should start with the basic explanation. Okay. So, this year, this December fifth. Well, twenty twenty two. This podcast will. Oh yeah, you're oh, right. No, it'll it'll come out. It'll come out twenty twenty two. Maybe okay. it's a you good think? recap. Yeah, yeah I'll release. We'll release it on the thirtieth. Oh, yeah, we'll release it. Well, yeah. on December fifth, twenty twenty two, at one o three a.m., scientists at the uh, Lawrence Livermore. National Institute facility. I had to write that down. They call mm -hmm. it NIF. Mm. They 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 fired lasers at this little tiny peppercorn looking thing, and it created nuclear fusion, which is like, whoa, what does that mean? Let's do our research on it. So basically, it is they put in they shot lasers at this little fuel cell. Say they they say they shot in two megajoules whatever that means, and they got out mm -hmm. three megajoules, which oh. is a lot more. They were never right. able to get more, more out. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it would be the same energy going in. If they even had equal amount of energy coming out, that would have been something great. But, but they were able to get case, more energy out. In this yeah. case, three mm -hmm. more than three two. Yes. Boom. See? I understand that part. <laughs> so. and, I, and, and I failed fractions three times in college. I did it, and I don't still don't get it, but okay. Don't get it. But basically, <laughs> so we all know about nuclear bombs, right? Yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki back in the 1940s. Basically, yeah. Let me rewind. So we know about nuclear bombs. So when you say we know about nuclear bombs, I'm saying yes. Oh. Because I see well, we a don't. picture of the, the, the cloud, the smoke we, cloud. We've seen it. Right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. we see that shit, but the whole idea between behind like nuclear explosions and shit like that is what is like so, atoms exploding faster than the rate to which it like created or something like that. Like what what causing that massive? So uh, basically, what what they're what they've done here, right? So they're can we fix that yeah. little pause area? Yeah. <laughs> basically, what they're doing with the atoms are they're splitting the atoms. Back in World War II, the large atoms, and that created the the nuclear bomb. What they're the doing here? Splitting atom. Atoms, yeah. Okay. So 
energy would come out from that splitting somehow. And what they're doing here, they're messing around with smaller atoms called protons. And those atoms, once they it, it occurs naturally in, in nature, it occurs in nature. <laughs> and it, it releases heat and light and all that type of stuff. But this is what they used in that uh, reaction. So basically, back then, when they detonated a bomb, it would be uncontrollable. They can't control that energy release. What they've done here now, they can control it. That's never been able to be done before. They can harness it. Instead of it being wild, they have it under control. So one of the people mentioned that this was kind of like having uh, the power of your sun inside of a box. Yeah, and man. you can do whatever you want with it. So that's what they figured out with this um, nuclear fusion test on insane, December 5th. Wow. It's pretty pretty cool. It, it kind of related to the technology of um, like when that horse is building America, running everything. Then they created the engine and that took over way, work from horses. Oh, okay. This is the next level. This is the next big thing that they have for energy. I found an article from the Los Angeles Times from 1989. 1989. And the title was Fear Fusion. What if it works? And the first, I'm going to read you just a little bit of it. The first paragraph said, when two scientists announced last month in Utah, it came out April 19th, 1989, that they had achieved room temperature nuclear fusion. The news shot through the halls of science like a scalded cat. So that was 1989. So from that point, Khalid, to this point, we're talking about 30 something years. Is that a big advancement so, from what they achieved to what is what was just achieved? So with this, they were saying that it's actually been about 80 years. So um, back uh, Fair Day, a guy named Fair Day or whatever, he created, helped create that atomic bomb back in um, December 2nd, 1942. So fast forward 80 years plus three days, this technology came about. But they've been doing experiments for many years trying to get something like this done. But you said what year you said that that study was done? 1989. 1989. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, no, but it makes it's sense. A continuing though, effort. Like, yeah. 33 like, years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When the nuclear bomb was created, and this is like super Lehman shit, right? So, like, my mm -hmm. idea was that that nuclear bomb and splitting the atom was based on theories that Einstein had developed, but Einstein didn't specifically develop that shit to make bombs, dude. He do that no, yeah. to create like the idea behind free energy, you know, mm -hmm. and like unlimited mm -hmm. energy that could be made from atom manipulation, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the impression <laughs> I get, but they, they <laughs> use it for weapons, dude, like, yeah. like and man does, you know? a big that's a big issue that and i can tell you why people are against nuclear fusion but that's one of the big things one of the big reasons why people are against it america when they were giving their um speech the department of energy they're saying they're going to use it as a nuclear deterrent a part of their arsenal they're mentioning all of this for arsenals but also for energy usage so the army's going to take it over Government's going to take it over, use it as a deterrent. But the last time they used a nuclear weapon, like that, America had an actual nuclear test. I found out it was in 1992, a project called the Vider. So 1992, the last nuclear test that they did. Okay. So they, they can do these tests right now without having fallout, whatever it is, that no byproducts, basically. You're so smart. I'm thinking. You are so smart. I just, I just took notes. <laughs> right, I listen to smart people. Yeah, like uh, what was somebody? We, 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 you send some good videos, and we'll have it up on the uh, thing. And you had Bill Nye. You had. Uh, oh, I like Bill Nye. You had the guy. What's like his name? The the planetarium head director guy who won everything with the oh the predator. predator yeah. Is he a predator? The sexual predator was his thing. <laughs> <laughs> is, is he? I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I no, forget his name awesome. right now. I like him. Like I, Neil, DeGra Neil DeGrasse. Neil DeGrasse. Mm -hmm. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Neil He's DeGrasse a smart guy. Tyson, dude. Yeah, it's he hasn't been canceled. I, they tried though. They tried to cancel tried. but somebody's sexual abuse claim. Look, Patty just looking like he's a predator. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he is or isn't, but I sounds a little sus. 
He's too much into <laughs> fusion to, you know. Is that what you uh, think? I, well, like no, I have no idea. Abuse. I have no idea what I was going to say. It's a different episode. <laughs> but anyway, his explanation was on point, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bill he is, I will say, say he's one of the ones that when he explains things, I get, I get it. Yes. 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 100. Like, I could get what he's saying. I didn't read any of his books. Yeah. But like no, uh, no, I, I I get but real talk though, I read like about at least two of Stephen Hawkins books, and that they were gonna say Stephen King. I was like, yeah, me too. So what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so how is that pertinent to this conversation? <laughs> Side note: Let's talk monsters. So Hawkins, Hawkins, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so, but that makes sense. The Stephen Hawkins <laughs> books, like I, like I understand it. I was, I understand it to the point where I couldn't explain it to somebody else, but it, it, it sink in this, in this registered. Guy, you know, what right. I mean? like I understand what you're okay. saying. But all yeah, right, so you, some, go ahead, no. buddy. sorry. Go no, ahead. sometimes you you can understand something, but not fully understand it, but you basically get what they were trying to say. I got what exactly. So to yes, that to that point, where we at with this nuclear fusion situation for 2022? So we have this well, experiment, we have this announcement, we have this revelation. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, we need to backtrack for those of us that are not that smart. What does nuclear fusion mean for the world? If this happened, what are what does it mean? Like, what's going to change? So, Sorry, Issa. No, no, no. <laughs> it's relevant. So this is a, yes, it's this, relevant. This, this <laughs> talk was about the, Stephen King later. <laughs> this was a thing that they were trying to do for years uh, countries that are developing that have nuclear weapons they're trying to get them off the nuclear weapons and offer them other forms of technology to get them away like north korea that so many uh plans or what do you call it the government was trying to work with north korea to get them to limit their nuclear weapons and give them technology that would be not have byproducts so i would think a product like this that's been created if they give it to these countries get them away from nuclear weapons. I don't know, but this can be used as a nuclear weapon too. Yeah. I have no freaking idea. But, but it's, um, what, like for the it's, United States, what change is it? Like what, like what would the benefits be? Like, so well, they say we may not environment. Yeah. Go ahead. You go. Oh, no, well, what, what I had seen from like the, the, the research you had sent to me, right. Is this is what I see in. I see in like right now, a world that a hundred percent dependent on petroleum, on fossil fuels, on also natural know, gas, yeah, natural fossil gas, yeah. you know, coal. Like, however, FPL charged me like three hundred bucks a month, dude. Like, what mm-hmm. they do to play that shit out? Even though I sign up forty cheap shit FPL, but you still raise that shit, man. Anyway, they're fuckers, dude. And then this video. <laughs> anyway, so. That's the that's what they will dependent on coal, petroleum, fossil fuels, mm-hmm. and like that to create things. This particular nuclear fusion mm-hmm. would have the capacity and lay the foundation to create energy from this process that mm-hmm. and basically infinite. Like Khalid was saying, it have like this glass of water. You could like have power a house for 500 years like literally and like what it was what i read too is that so these nuclear fusion reactors like to power mm-hmm. it and to make it work and provide energy it could use the input from seawater dude so mm-hmm. they could basically be using seawater to like just power the will you guys ever see wow this? yeah man like this tom cruise movie um no. oblivion <laughs> oblivion <laughs> oh yeah you remember no. oblivion, oblivion dude when he was <laughs> yes. like oblivion that was a good movie shit up and right remember? and the aliens yes in the water sucking up our water. water for what Stuck reason it. i didn't like, understand that boom how are they taking our water boom mm. tom cruise nuclear fusion tom nuclear cruise i saw an interview with a vampire but that is it. what 
any relation to this topic. He needed some nuclear fusion to end his life. <laughs> the the but, power of the sun. He didn't like the sun, so it does relate, Patty. You're right. He didn't like there you go. That thing he did, dude, just like he didn't like it. Let's stop. Six degrees of Tom Cruise. He would hate nuclear fusion. But, and it's also good for uh, the earth, yeah, the environment. No bioproducts, well, right? No well, that's, that's the other thing, right? So I see in like the whole climate change thing, and this is where I see the relationship with. So the whole climate crisis, it based and this is, and we, we're going to talk about this more, but a lot of evidence that point to the fact that climate change real, it involves in solid scientific facts, a raising temperatures of increased forest fires, uh, like stats, like actual evidence that's showing that mm-hmm. the world is warming and People say that the re- the the reason that that is the result is because of that increase in the production of uh, energy through the use of fossil fuels, of petroleum, and those particular development processes. They emit certain shit into the ozone layer shit. that mm-hmm. <laughs> that contribute to the climate crisis, that contribute to global warming. Where this particular level of technology come into play is that it would eliminate the use for petroleum, for coal, for FPL, for anything. So we're talking about free energy and free electricity. Mm. Right, true. And dude, this is what I think. I think that this particular story... Is the biggest story of 2022. We're not going to hear about it in like three months, dude. They're going to bury this shit. Well, like this shit never happened. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I'll I'll get to that, but I think you're wrong. But it's still you know, far away. It's still far away because it's- I'm calling like one of the videos you sent too. Mm-hmm. The same one with uh, Neil deGrasse, right? Yeah. He, they had mentioned oh. it's like it, it have this unknown time period between us having the ability to have this information and have this and then applying it to us using it in our house yeah and engineers are going to take a long time to yeah to get it down to the size of like your room this entire facility it's the length of three football fields so these lasers that they were shooting into it was like it's massively long um and you know it's going to take a while for the engineers to get this information and put it into actual practical use, but it's, it's can be done. They've did this lab is open 24 hours a day. That's why it was like at one or three in the morning. Work-life balance. Right, nobody, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None whatsoever there. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that, you know, but they, some engineer in the private sector is going to come up with an idea of how to make this into practical use for your car, for your house, right. for a nuclear power plant. Get rid of the ones we have and upgrade our system. And th- trust me, they're going to find a way to charge. There's yeah. always going to be a way to charge somebody. Yes. Yeah. No, they are. And that's okay. why a lot of, of of oil companies are actually not a lot. Chevron is the main one is investing a ton of money into this because they know like we're going to get in relatively cheap now. And in 30 years, we're going to profit off of it because, yeah, they're going to profit off of it. They're going to find the way. The only thing is, if we have a, a new regime come in, like a new government, like say Republicans, just not that, that no, no, not not knocking them, but they've done it before. Like I think it was uh, a president. Uh, what's the president that's alive? The oldest one we have right now, still alive, uh, Jimmy Carter. Did Jimmy Carter? Oh, is Jimmy I thought Carter you were making still a Donald alive? Jimmy yeah. Carter. So I thought you were making fun of Biden. <laughs> oh my God, I he was making fun of Donald Trump. Oh my yeah. God, he put up solar panels in the White House. Reagan came in. Guess what he did? Took him out. <laughs> can we do an episode on that piece of shit? Which one, Reagan? Yeah, <laughs> yes. we can do that. You know, his wife ran. The, his wife was running the country, not him. He's she, a piece of she shit. She did everything. She was we, the strings we, behind we, him. About Who, Reagan? Ronald Reagan, wife, Nancy Reagan. Nancy. Nancy did everything. He was losing his mind at the end. 
Yeah, he was. <laughs> if you think Biden is anyone who yeah. cracked two eggs in a pan and say, "Hey, this is what is happening," you is smoke your... weed. <laughs> like what? Do you guys? Do we want to talk about the war on drugs and how that was a fucking racist? Oh yeah, yeah. We will. yeah, we will. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I just say this is why no. we need to come here today for politics. that. <laughs> Listen, I just say no. We, we need we to jump, do one on him. Yeah. But if we jump, he's like that, vile. Man, I just yeah. say vile. Yeah. Worse than Trump, by your man. Say, yeah, we, 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 gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. I don't know if we could do it, but <laughs> we can. The vilest parts of uh, uh, fucking Reagan. Mm-hmm. Old Biden is the dude who like tried to to keep it going, dude. Like for real, like some of the things that Biden do in Congress when he was still ball. It mm-hmm. was like it was super yeah. racist, dude. You know? What I mean? Yeah, agreed. And I agreed. Love Biden. agreed. I mean, there's <laughs> also there's also I don't love him. He's okay. But there's also the AIDS epidemic. And well, I mean, like the more the moral police it it's it, that was the beginning of a real like decline. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, well, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I'm just <laughs> saying if we have a poli- uh yeah, because because it's no money coming in currently. No, you <laughs> might sweep it under the rug, you know, because money comes from their gas companies, oil companies, oil wells, all that nonsense. That's why, you know, Dubai and Saudi Arabia, all these countries with all this oil, they're trying to get the money now because they're going to really keep raising it up until, you know, we don't need them anymore. Well, let me let me. Um... But how do you have some ideas? Ideas on on what who's who's coming up with investing well, in technology? Google has, Jeff Bezos has, Chevron has. There's a Japanese company I forgot the name, trading company that has, and they're investing a lot. I think I read an article that in total there's been like over something like five billion dollars that companies have invested. Wow. Private investors, companies, organizations in this. I want to yeah. find some stocks in this and buy it. It's the future. <laughs> Wait, 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 Patty, before you talk about the future and how these carbon people doing this shit, let me throw this shit out here, right? Mm-hmm. So two things, like this technology, it destroying industries and it redefining how we deal with climate change by eliminating the use of these fossil fuels, right? So mm-hmm. just to touch on that shit, climate change and the climate crisis, that's a whole thing that's going on for like a while now, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like the climate crisis and climate change denial, it have like, and I, I know like... We try to make the connection, but I, this is why I think it. So this nuclear mm-hmm. fusion thing that we're thinking about, it's talking about the end of use for petroleum. So it given the basic things. It's kind mm-hmm. of like how, you know, the uh, small section of the map, Elon given an uh, idea how to use electric cars and create the infrastructure for the charging ports to keep the electric cars going because that was the biggest thing about electric cars and why it should like exist. It didn't have the infrastructure to have cars being charged. Like the technology was there for years. Fucking Elon Musk didn't come up with electric cars. That technology was always there, but it didn't have the infrastructure for somebody to drive from you know, the Key West to New York. Disney. Yeah. Oh, New York. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, from Key West to, yeah. to California and yeah. half those charging ports. So it right. like, feel like a reinvestment into the entire infrastructure on how you charge your car. And that's yeah. the thing. So, and that's what people train out there. But in terms of like complete denial, right? I mean, dude, this little thing, like, I want to read this whole article, and I'll just read, like, a little piece. I'll I'll start from the part with Reagan. <laughs> with the 1981 presidency of Ronald Reagan. Are you trying to trigger me? Yeah. I tried to trigger you right now. <laughs> so, with, with the 1981 presidency of Ronald Reagan, global warming became a political issue. And that was the first Ooh. time. That was from 1981 to when in 1938, 
guys Stuart calendar found it already happening in terms of like actual coal burning causing fossil uh sorry causing global warming and this was this guy called guy Stuart calendar reporting these findings that this particular degree of coal uh burning gonna lead so basically coal use gonna lead to actual global warming 1938 Mm-hmm. And this is uh, like after this other dude called Savanti Artemis in 1896 said the same exact thing. At that particular point, like fast forward to, to your favorite guy in the world, old Ronald Reagan, where political get, get any mix of stuff, right? With immediate plans to cut spending. And this is from old Wikipedia, right? Um, Love Wikipedia. With immediate (laughs) plans to cut spending on environmental research, particularly climate related, and stop funding for CO2 monitoring. Reagan appointed as Secretary of Energy James Edward, who said that there was no real global warming problem. But this congressman, this dude, Mm. Al Gore, Right, mm-hmm. love st- Al Gore. He's a vibe. On, he, he is the shit man. Had studied under Reville and was aware of the developing science. He joined others in arranging congressional hearings from 1981 onwards with testimony. Wow, 1981. I didn't know that. From 1981, dude. From wow. with testimony, all by scientists, including um Ravel. Stephen Schneider, uh, uh, Broca, you guys know these scientists. They they're very prominent. Yeah, right? so, we're like friend, friends, dudes. friends on Facebook. <laughs> so all these dudes <laughs> pushing this, uh, the the existence of global warming since then. But from 1981, when Reagan and the Republicans, we have Al Gore, young Leo, not even born as yet, but he born. No, he was. He was. He was born. He was, but so he destined. Yeah, he's old. I was born in 1981, and he's older than me, so he was born. He was little. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, Okay. okay, So, but Leo and Al Gore, they was bound to meet. To it was fate. Fate. This info, you know. Fate. So anyway, we have this particular movement that start in the media in America in. And dude, America is the source. It don't make a difference like where you at, like the trends and the ideas. A lot of people on this planet, dude, beyond America, it stem from the trends that start here. You know, I don't think you're right in terms of climate change. I think other countries compared to the U.S. are far and above more. I don't want to say harder about it but they're more in tune with climate change and the things that affect climate change where i feel the united states is really like back like they're not they're, where they need to be at all no, but america, they ask but america is good but but so you're right this is right in the fact that we're leading the charge for new technologies yes a hundred percent i agree with that but i'm saying not, the, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead yeah go ahead no, I'm just saying I think there's other countries that have a more forward thinking mentality about climate change where we in the United States, oh. our, our scientists are on point and the, the smart people are on point. <laughs> but the reality is the majority of the United States is not those smart people. Right. No, like, and, and that's it. And like I, I feel you on that 100 percent. And yeah. what I'm saying yeah. is that the world, though, it based on like American perceptions. I got you. This point right here is when like we went from oh, this is fact. This is reality. And then another group was like, me, I don't know. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) that brings up an article I read a few weeks ago about an aluminum production company here in America. And it's just throwing out tons and tons of carbon monoxide and just poison into the air and in europe like in the netherlands or something there's a similar company or run by the same company a brand new plant not even producing the same tonnage of pollution as the american plant 
So America, we're just polluting and polluting and polluting. Foreign country, you can't pollute over there. And it's the same damn company. Why didn't they upgrade America's uh, system also? Because there's no regulations. Yeah. You know, they just kept, keep polluting. Also, I mean, I don't know statistics on who eats the most meat, but I would venture to say it's the United States. And our dependence on meat alone is a big cause of climate change. It's terrible for the environment. It's terrible for animals. It's terrible for people, deforestation. I mean, it's just bad all around. And I would venture to say that out of all the countries in the world, we have the highest rates of people eating meat to that degree. Like we eat way too much meat and start like crap and not enough vegetables and i think that also contributes i know it, it contributes to climate change i don't think i know it does but i think that's another big thing too is it because the cows fart a lot and the methane from their hearts <laughs> no it's because of the way that they kill them it emits stuff into the environment it's also because of deforesting like covid19 i read an article that infections like that viruses like that largely come from animals and we're displacing animals forcing them into populations with humans and because of things like that those kind of viruses infections are going to continue to grow and thrive wait let me let me throw this out to you check it out while i have you (laughs) and then we're going to go into like patty what you were saying about like the efforts that the coal companies trying to make because in my mind like since 1981 to now it have like a Illuminati base system. Like- the mindset, the mindset has shifted. It's a, it was a time when they were completely against it. They were like, absolutely not. And it's shifting. It's not all of them. Like there's some big ones in Italy and France, Chevron in the United States that are really putting money into it. I want to hear this, but I it's be encouraged. I want to be encouraged. Okay. Yeah. Right. But okay. I'm going to read is- you. Okay. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. L- l- let me give you this face. So this is the top six, just top six reasons that support the ideas behind climate change denial, right? So this is what they use. This is what the companies use. This is what they they train out there to show that this shit does not exist. And in terms of the scientific method, it, it is literally... This is the actual numbers that I find. 90% of scientists believe in climate change and believe that global warming yeah. is a thing. So it have like that 10% of legit scientists that feel like it's not in line. And But the scientific method, it become a fact when it's like 90% of the scientists saying, hey, this is a thing, dude. <laughs> so anyway, this is the, num- this is the six that... And this is what the petroleum companies was pushing for years ago. So this is an older article from... Yeah, it's an older... I was going to say it's an older article, but yeah. This one is from 2021. It's from the Rainforest Alliance website. Oh, Um, okay. That's not that old. Okay. (laughs) So this is the couple things. This is the coldest winter we have in years. So global warming does not exist. And that is <laughs> so people keep saying that is, the, the winters get colder, dude. Like how it could be global warming as bullshit. All right. Number two, climate change is natural and normal. It's happened at other points in history. It's I mean, it's true. I feel like it's normal to a certain extent, yeah. but not at not where we're at. Right. Yeah. Not where we are. Today, humans are emitting greenhouse gases that are at a far higher rate than any previous increase in history. How uh, are they doing that? From With life? their fucking cars? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but, so... <laughs> stupid. People are stupid anyway. So number three, <laughs> there's no consensus among scientists that climate change is real that's mm. bullshit. That's like straight bullshit because mm-hmm. yeah. it does have legit scientists at that 10 percent at sorry at the 90 percent that saying is real but it have good scientists and it have good people who looking at numbers and on both sides different <laughs> on both sides but they belong to that 10 percent dude and 
fucking Italian, you dude. This media, bruh. The, the perception of shit and they train out that 10% of scientists and making it look like it's 50-50 and it's not, dude. Mm-hmm. Plants and animals can adapt. Mm. So can humans can adapt, adapt to not eating so much meat and using your fucking legs to walk to the supermarket. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? We can adapt by dying, you know. Also, so I'm going to need another drink, I think. <laughs> Watch your Crazy. Up. Apparently, the Rainforest Alliance shows a frog uh, as its mascot oh. in 30 years as a, a bio-indicator. And apparently, like, a healthy frog ecosystem mm-hmm. it's nowhere close to what it was in 1987. You know, they don't have, like, thriving communities that are some particular frogs. And they're looking at it, right? All right, so number five, two more in terms of the denial. You guys are going to love this one. Climate change is good for us. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I think it's good for the economy because I have to buy rain boots to leave my house when it rains. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> according to like the flip side of that, no, you spending more money on gas, you spending more no money bad. on like, <laughs> like shit like that. I'm making less. <laughs> right? But I cannot. The global economy, <laughs> honestly, could lose. Is that one of them? This is one of them. No, this is the climate change is good for us. It based on like economics and stuff like that. It but really is. I was being no, so sarcastic. No, that's oh one of God. the claims they use. It's good for us. So, yeah, climate change is good. Oh is that a my denier God. statement? Oh is, my is that God. a statement for deniers? That the deniers use. Oh, okay. Mm. It's good for us. But... <laughs> The evidence points to a clear link between climate change and a surge in modern slavery. When crop failures, droughts, floods, or fires wipe out livelihoods and homes, people migrate in the hopes of improving their lot but can find themselves vulnerable to human trafficking and forced labor and other human rights abuses. And the the overall economic cost is over $23 million um, by 2050. They lumped a bunch of crazy shit happening into something to explain they something totally different. They just love talking about human trafficking, dude. Yeah. Like, we need to do a Q&A episode too, but I'm going to, is I want to add to what you just said, and I want to talk about people that are against nuclear fusion, what their reasoning for being against it is okay. All right, wait, wait. last one, and then go. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the last one. Sorry, last sorry. One. Go ahead. Climate change is real, but there's nothing that could be done. And the, the oh, oh, yeah, and then be, be there's a there's a couple of things that could be done, but if it's not being done for us, oh. we don't want to do it because we're lazy. Just be on lockdown for three we're months. We're not adaptable. We can't adapt. Be, be on lockdown for three months like they did Only in India. Sometimes. And India had a picture of their, their smoggy skies. Three months later, no smoggy skies. But Khalid, that happened here it when too, COVID yeah. happened initially and we were all like, not like a real, real lockdown. We still could do our groceries and stuff, but people were not out and about as much like yeah. nature was was blooming. Yeah. Like we fuck everything up. We do. We're, we're, there are a lot of us here. Yeah. For yeah. the two years of strict lockdown, dude, it was huge, man. It was like, I really it was a huge difference. articles about like, difference in emissions and like yeah it, it had like i tell you you guys know like where i at you could see over the the swimming pool it had swans and ducks just coming in wow like, just yeah in, in the community pool dude it was like weird yeah yeah hmm. all right so with all this said Patty, what is the the idea behind the mentality of climate deniers and is this really a, a agenda of the petroleum companies to keep climate denial and keep that climate denial message going? Or did you find information that says otherwise? I think this some petroleum. of this stuff was probably put out by petroleum companies. I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure it did. But let's talk about why some people are opposed 
to nuclear fusion. And some of them are like, they're a little bit more valid than other. The first one is that people question whether it's really sustainable. Like if it's something that can be ongoing, I, I get that. This is the one that I think is the most valid, but then I'll tell you about the studies that have been done. And it's that it poses a threat to people um, because of the radiation that comes from uh, these nuclear power stations. It's a very low amount, but they question whether they're enough to cause cancer in people that work in these plants and work near them because it is carbon free, but it does produce low levels of radiation, the process, uh, which comes from, I copied this straight up. I have no idea what this means, but it says this comes from tritium, a hydrogen isotope, which is produced inside the fusion chamber. The radioactive waste takes months or years to decay compared with centuries that it takes for waste to decay from traditional nuclear fission plants. No idea. But there have been studies conducted by several nonprofits that found that there's really no evidence to prove that there's a correlation between that nuclear power and a risk of cancer. But that's a big one for a lot of people. The idea that people working in those plants or living around those plants long term could develop complications from it. Some people uh, actually think it's bad for the... Uh, sorry. No, I ain't gonna lie. Like, like as a kid, like my perception of nuclear energy was cancer ridden. You know, it was yeah, like hundred percent in this nuclear energy thing, and it was dangerous, dude. You know, my, guys, my the question, amount of oh, go mm -hmm. ahead. my question. I'm gonna say, oh, sorry, go, go ahead, go, go ahead. No, Me? after you, my dear, after you. <laughs> as I say, the amount of people that forego testing that they should have done on a yearly basis because they're going to get a small amount of radiation. And they think that like, for example, a mammogram, a lot of people don't want to get mammograms. Like they're really opposed to it because of the small amount of radiation that you're going to get compared to the fact that if you catch something early enough, it can save your life. Right. But that's a big one. People are terrified of radiation. And I don't know where that real fear comes from. I think like if you're it's a high dosage i get it but a small dosage once a year you're gonna put off something that could potentially save your life is like crazy to you, me Colette, go ahead so what are you saying and uh, no like, I was I'll thinking, I'll answer about, about, about this so i can understand people are afraid of new of, uh, radiation and all that but this technology came out december 5th 2022 just a few days ago how do when was that article you know produced they can't have an opinion on it because we haven't created the product to I, and they say there's no byproduct so i'm like if there's radiation yeah. as a byproduct that's a question i have but that may be yeah. a thought they've had from the past maybe they don't understand the current technology maybe where they say now if there is that's a that's a big question more research needs to be that's done legit, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i'll tell you I'll, like party what i was saying is like what crazy Dude, TV man, movies, toxic events, microwaves, microwaves, microwaves. nuclear waste. Thinking that your face gonna be all fucked up with like nuclear shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Like, you know, you know what drives me crazy fear. about these things. Since a kid, it had a fear with this thing. But like, what you saying with mammograms and like even like yeah, dental yeah. things? Like they'll they'll do this, uh, like scans. X -rays. Yeah, the X rays, dude, and they'll put shit on your yeah. chest. And I remember asking them, "Hey, what's this big, huge shit that you put on my chest to do something on my mouth?" It was like it got some X ray stuff. It got like nuclear type of i was like oh, <laughs> i don't want to do that yeah. but i already hear <laughs> yeah yeah nuke me let me get it done with it, it it's nuts uh okay some people actually think that uranium mining is bad for the environment i don't know a lot about that um so I can't really expand on it, but that is one of them. And I would venture to say that's probably well, like... I got something. Yeah. I got a story on uranium mining. Okay. Not that I did it, but in the Grand Canyons, there were <laughs> there were used to dig for uranium mines in the Grand Canyons area. And there was this lady 
who was visiting the Grand Canyons, like before I did, she was smoking some marijuana, taking pictures at the edge. She fell down into the like uranium mine. Just like I you. didn't fall in. She <laughs> fell in. But that's all I got in the uranium about mine. smoking that marijuana, buddy, but go ahead. What? what? Never. I don't even know what uranium mining is. <laughs> like, I'm like so confused right now. And then the last one, which I also think is a valid one, is nuclear weapons. So people, there's an anti-nuclear scientist named Mark Z. Jacobson that believes that the growth of nuclear power has, quote, historically, this is from Wikipedia, has historically increased the ability of nations to obtain or enrich uranium for nuclear weapons. Yeah. Wikipedia goes on to say that, however... Many countries have civilian nuclear power programs and they do not develop nuclear weapons. Mm. Like who? I don't, don't know. Who. Power that do, do, do threaten people with their nuclear power. That they right? Want. Every country that well, has okay. nuclear power would be like, hey, well, that you know of. Power. Maybe there's people that don't exercise it. Let's see. Maybe. What countries know. have well, nuclear know. power programs? Maybe they have to give the nuclear waste away if uh, maybe they're under some sanctions. So you maybe, produce your, use your nuclear power. Give me your byproduct. Maybe America. America do ever like threaten nuclear war or anything like that. But America. They do? So- Australia. Brazil, Germany, Japan, and South Korea. Oh, they don't. Okay, interesting. They don't. They have they have nuclear uh power programs, but they don't. They chose. They have chosen not to pursue weapons programs. Okay, America, awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just yes. like random shit, yeah. like how America <laughs> moves. Like they'll have like the most the most hardcore nuclear programs, the most hardcore army, the biggest amount of people, and they they'll be like they wouldn't even mention that shit, dude. They'll just be like, "Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if you want war, we got some folks. We got we some got nuclear some... shit, you know." <laughs> Man, I feel like if they develop this technology to the right rubber for portions, whatever it is, and give it to some of these countries that have nuclear weapons, they may deter them from pursuing that. Give people the energy that they want. Give these countries energy. Let them, you know, develop. You have less people against us. Just saying. Well, this particular uh, technology and this breakthrough, I mean, it's like world wrong, right? Like even with all those particular points you had mentioned, party like this technology it's still there for people to use it's still there for the will to develop on right we're still in this place where we can move forward with this and it could potentially be the framework that lead to nobody paying an electric bill anymore small huts in the middle of the amazon forest having like electric shit you know right Watching the, the infrastructure, World Cup. dude. Oh, wasn't yeah, the World Cup. Dude. Also, read and they were in the That what? No, no. I said they could be watching, getting free electricity, watching the World Cup in their little huts in the middle of the rainforest. Yeah, that and sounds nice, with actually. Them, right, right. I'm telling you. Yeah. But, dude, this is why I'm telling you, dude, and the. That's what the the whole electric car thing signal back to is about the infrastructure. And when you mentioned that, Patty, in terms of like one of the things that they was thinking about, that would be the problem. That's the problem, right? Like creating the the that transition from this theory to actually, you know, powering up. So I save money on electricity. I'm a city every man in the middle of Miami. You know what I mean? I want to save. You made. I mean, Florida is a different monster because FPL is. That's a whole other episode, but it's a different monster. But I also think they'll find a way to charge for this. Like they're going to find a way to make money off of this because they're going to have to hire people. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They have to hire people. One of the perks about it that I was reading that people think is that they're going to have a lot of jobs for people to work in these plants and they're going to have to pay these people. And there has to be a profit made from this. Like somehow, I don't know how, but somehow. Back in the nineties, there was this car, I forgot the name of it. It was EV one or something one. And that 
the engine would give endless energy. The government somehow got involved, got all these cars off the lot, destroyed all the vehicles. There's only one vehicle in the museum, minus the engine. The engine was so amazing. So if there's a way to give it free, they're going to find a way to charge. And like, that's too free. Let, let's get rid of it. We have to do a topic on that that car. I'm going to yeah, find the name of that sure. car and we'll, we'll, we'll oh, cover just, it. But yeah. I'm just saying, between that car but, in 1991 and where we at right now, like... It just seemed like it have such an avalanche of science and reality that just leading towards the end of this trillion-dollar empire that is the petroleum industry and that is the 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 big energy-producing factors, petroleum, yeah. oil, coal. It have any type of coal <laughs> yeah. companies that go in against that party? Like, you had say you had it have like efforts being made by certain companies. I couldn't find yeah. particular articles against it, but I'm going to take you through a time travel Ooh. of sorts and with different articles that I found. I found a 2016 Forbes article and the it says the oil industry had long been concerned that atomic fission could replace oil or at a minimum or at a minimum significantly undercut its price. Fission occurs when an atom is split into two parts and it results in the generation of electricity from a nuclear power plant. In the United States, this was in 2016, environmental progress says that 13 nuclear plants are at risk of closure over the next two years. This is because they were not getting funding, right? So this was 2006, 16, sorry. Uh, and then it said, to that end, Hansen and other high-profile climate scientists are hitting the lecture circuit and publishing their views to express that higher percentages of nuclear energy are essential to combating climate change. That was 2016. The next year, 2017, I found this article on Axios, A-X-I-O-S. It said that the American Petroleum Institute, which is the nation's biggest and most influential lobbying group for the oil and natural gas industry, was fighting nuclear power subsidies across the U.S., poised to oppose any efforts to expand renewable electricity. So 2016, 2017, people were not for it, which was a big change. Then I'm going to take you to 2020 um, and 2022. This was an article from Energy Review Meta, but I found very similar things to this in a lot of different articles and published publishing sites major european this was this year major european energy companies such as bp royal dutch shell total energies conoco phillips equinor and italy's eni are turning towards low carbon and renewable energy already all these companies have made commitments to cut emissions to net zero by 2050 and massive reduction in oil production is the only way to achieve these targets Italian energy group INI took part in a 1.8 billion funding round for a project that aims to produce clean electricity from nuclear fusion. In 2018, they became the single biggest shareholder in Commonwealth Fusion Systems, a firm set up by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, so MIT, to produce energy by fusing atoms at super hot temperatures. Following the footsteps of Eni, Chevron became the most recent player to show an interest in the technology when it invested in an undisclosed amount of cash into Seattle-based Zap Energy. Other big companies had followed suit, and the trend is likely to go on in the foreseeable future. According to Bloomberg, so this is a separate article from this year, funding for nuclear fusion has drawn in corporations, including Google, Chevron, and Sumitomo Corp., which is a Japanese trading company. I'm going to tell you something, too, that I think I think sometimes good PR is worth a lot. And when you're on the right side of stuff, sometimes people remember that and they're like, this person was on the right side. So I'm going to invest in them. Now, I will also add that that is a more upper class way of thinking, because if you can't afford those things, you really don't have a choice to be like, well, ethically, this is what I want to do, but realistically, I don't have the money to do this. So I think it's give and take. I think Chevron is smart because they're going to, like me, like Khalid was saying, they're going to find a way to profit off of it, dude. They are. And right now they're getting in relatively cheap, right? Because it's still 
a ways off and they see they have a vision. I don't know what the vision is. I couldn't find it. I don't know it. I'm not smart enough, but they have a vision. Well, I, mean, I think like, first the go ahead, buddy. No, no, I was saying I think first the army is gonna get a hold of it. They're gonna do what they do, develop it, play with it, and it's gonna be a few years down the line before the public gets it. Like yeah. the army had the internet first. They did what they did with the internet, and then we got it. And we did our thing, the public sector. So it has to go through its channels before we get to it. Yeah. Gets to us. You just sprinkled that shit in there and that blowing me away. What do you mean the military got the chance for the internet? Oh, the military what's, what's developed the internet. Theory? Let's let's no, 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 it was it was a thing. The military owned the internet. They created it for their purposes, their their work. And then they released it to us in the 90s, 92, 91, 92. We got it. And we did our thing. We developed it. Companies are living off of it right now. How many years is that now? Like nine, 92, 2010, 30 years 30, later? 30. So give us 30 years. Let's see that the Army play with nuclear fusion a little bit, and we'll get to it. We'll get down to us eventually. Yeah. Maybe not in our lifetime, but you know it's going to continue yeah. to develop. They're developing. And this is not the end all, be all nuclear fusion. They're developing other th other things. They're still developing solar, wind, tidal waves. They're using all of that. Well, I mean, like yeah, know, like in terms of like still being yeah, like battling the 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 dependency on petroleum. It have like plenty different routes that's still available yeah. right now. But you know, the it like yeah yeah. I also I also think this is great in terms of not having to deal with fucking politics right because we're so dependent on other countries for oil and petroleum and sometimes those countries like we saw the the and i know the price hike of gas has a lot to do a lot more to do with everything going on in the ukraine and all that but just to have to limit our dependence on other countries where maybe their politics don't necessarily align with ours and there's a possibility for conflict is huge, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, see those gas, those gas price I, hikes. I, I won't blame it completely on Ukraine. No, or no, the no, war it's not. It's not. I know it's not. I know it's demand supply, the COVID. The I know it's a lot it's of greedy stuff. gas I, I companies. Those gas companies made record profits. <laughs> Why are they making record? Well, they isn't it? They don't need to. Isn't it? They just raise the prices because they want to raise prices. But wasn't it because they had lost so much during the COVID pandemic of people not going out that they spiked them up so that they could make that money back? That's, isn't make, that's that their excuse. Part of it. No. Part really? of it. It was so cheap. I mean, it's not a good excuse. That's still they, shitty. Like they, that's they like were, kicking people while they're down they were, but yeah gas a lot was, of people lost their jobs yeah no saudi arabia or the oil producing countries have made a decision to limit the amount of oil they produce also because during covid they had to shut down their plants because right. they were producing too much oil was really cheap right Supply demand, everything's right. opened back up again instead of them opening back up their oil producing capabilities they've left it the same so people want more but they're not producing that much. They're producing less and the prices are going up. So what they have no benefit to them to produce more oil. They're going to keep it at this price. They're going to keep producing what they have and the price is going to stay up is my thought. Yeah. But, well, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but. <sighs> well, Forget the oil people. We don't need them anymore. Yeah. We're going to develop our free renewable energy. Yeah. Baby. I just saying yeah. the Illuminati powerful like that. They got some plans for you guys. It, I, nobody gonna remember this story like uh, a year from now, six months from now. I don't think and you're right. I don't think you're right. I don't think it's gonna be as like a big thing, but I don't think it's just gonna go away. I think or corporations, private investors, I think they're really gonna, I think this is something that people really see as a future. And I'll give you my closing thoughts when you ask for them on why I think this is, but I think this is something that that I don't think like it, I don't think it's going to be like front page news. You know what I mean? I definitely don't think that. But I do think it's going to keep getting a little bit of momentum. Well, I'm going to ask you for closing thoughts right now. Straight to you. Okay. But before I say, I just want to say 
what I think is that in not gonna they're gonna completely forget it like one hundred percent, right, guys? And what's gonna happen is that we talk about it. Gonna be listening to the something perplexing podcast like seventy five years down the line, right? Yes, find the something perplexing podcast, and they're gonna be like. Oh shit, what are these hippies talking about? And then they're gonna be like, oh man, look at these articles, dude. This was real. Who covered this up? And then they're gonna have like a, a Jason Bourne, James Bond type of like conspiracy shit where they're gonna have to like find the source of this information that completely lost 75 years from now. And then they're gonna find it and then they're gonna change the will and we will be deceived proceed oh my god i'd love that i love yeah. that for us this us making efforts I, I like to it. do this safety will yeah <laughs> yes i agree yes <laughs> i had a little like thing in my chest that just like, oh, i here. know i know i have all the feels all the feels okay yeah we did it <laughs> we did it oh, where's that my lunch we did it, guys. But oh my are, god. <laughs> what are your closing thoughts, buddy? So I think uh I think I'm gonna sound awful. And I don't mean to be awful because I mean this in part for myself too. I think we're na- like I don't want to just say in the US, but all around the world, I think we're people that want to do the right thing as long as it's convenient for us. So with this, it's like somebody's fixing the problem for us and they're doing it for us. But there's so many things that we can do to help climate change and to make a difference in the environment. And a lot of us don't do it. And I'm probably guilty of it, too. There's a lot of things that I don't do. But Eating less meat is such a big one and everybody could use, it's so healthy to eat less meat, right? Like other countries, you see people have less diseases and less issues just, and it's a lot of diet based stuff. So that's a big one, like walking more often. You don't always need to take a car. You can, you can use a walk, but I think that we're so accustomed to problems being fixed for us that we're waiting for things like this. And it's great to wait for things like this because this will make a huge impact, but there's things that we could do already consistently that can help the earth. And a lot of us don't do it because we're waiting for somebody else to do it for us. That's it. That's what I got to say. You want to hear my biggest guilty on that one? Yeah. The blue box is going to be right next to the dumpster. And all I need to do is just take out the box that I get delivered from Amazon and just put it in the blue box oh throw it in the dumpster it's like an asshole but be like, mindful be mindful of it like you know no, what i mean I'm be like, mindful I know it. Every time I do you that do shit, it. I, I like oh man i should never do that and i, I, I mean, really do nobody's it perfect. You know I mean? nobody's perfect nobody's like, perfect it happens that's, yeah. that's like that's like one of my things that it bothered me and I'm like, oh man, I yeah, no put need to that box in the recycle bin. No, yes, yeah. there's like, there's just yeah, no need to hop in your car and go to drive to your mailbox and drive back up. No, take a walk. Yeah, take a walk. Never. Yeah, I walk whenever I can. I walk to the market. Like if I don't have a lot of stuff to do, if I have a lot, it's different because the market is not that close to me. But or I take the trolley or stuff like that. And honestly, that's not even me thinking about nature. I just like to walk. Like I hate driving. The traffic is bad. But there's just little things that we can all do. Like we don't have to wait on everybody else to fix problems for us. We could we could be proactive. Yeah. Message of the something perplexing podcast. Be proactive. <laughs> save the earth. Be proactive. <laughs> be proactive, bitches. Uh, I just like any, throwing any, that in. Any, any other thoughts there, uh, Khaled? Oh, thoughts? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well, well, just just saying, one of our listeners has a birthday, December fifth. You know, Dorothy. I thought her so birthday was the time... seventh. No. Hello oh, to Dorothy. Oh, oh, oh. But, Happy birthday, Dorothy. We're late. Not, not, but but now every time that her birthday comes out, I'll have to throw in. Happy nuclear fusion birthday also. Oh reaction. Happy nuclear reaction day. Happy you know. yep. reaction day, Dorothy. Like we go get nuclear go get nuclear, nuclear. Dorothy. Get so yeah. Nuclear. We, we, we should do we should nuclear. do a little celebration just for the day. The fifth. 
Yeah, you know. yeah. Let me know. Go I'm get just, some vitamin D from the sun. I'm exactly. And if my you guys doctor want says this, sorry, the vitamin everyone should be taking is vitamin D3. I just want to throw that in there. D3. Good for your bones. All the time, bro. Like vitamin D. So underutilized. And if you guys have like a yeah. particular vitamin that you feel we should mention, please hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> please help. You know, help as well. Know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let us know what you think about this particular podcast and the new season of the Something Perplexing podcast. Let us know what <laughs> you want us to explore. Uh, again, main, main ways to reach us, Instagram. Uh, you could email us. Our email is... Messenger birds. Smoke signals. Messenger birds. Bird signals. What's the email, dude? Smoke Something signals. Perplexing podcast at gmail.com. Anybody checking that? Yeah, I'll, I'll check the Gmail. Right. I'll check right. the um. Well, we, everybody on the Instagram, and I'll, I'll check I'll, the Twitter so you could message. Us I'll look out. Well, I'll, I'll look out for the smoke signals. Exactly, Patty. you look out for the smoke signals and the birds, and we'll be catching can you do soon birds. in twenty twenty three. Yes. See ya. Bye. <sighs> mm-hmm.